Welcome to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. We aim to plant the seeds of hope, nurturing you into growing and flourishing, which enables you to be the best version of yourself. Each of the episodes looks at an aspect of health and well-being from a scientific perspective, while using real-life situations and examples of how our host manages to continually develop a positive mindset. In this episode, Mickey discusses the practice of resilience. Learning such tactics is not enough. The real experience comes from feeling the emotions and hurt of being dropped. By using coping strategies and the tools that we have for dealing with life, our ability to pick ourselves up is what makes resilience work. Let's hand you over to Mickey to discuss this further. Hi there, and welcome to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. My name is Mickey James. Today's episode I have entitled Practicing Resilience. What does that mean? Well, it is me explaining and telling you how I am putting my money where my mouth is, which is a very big mouth indeed, and practicing exactly what I am preaching here. The whole situation in recent times of the uh, the situation at work and the allegations, the falsified allegations surrounding my mental health, I have to exclaim that, have left me um, in a bit of emotional and mental turmoil. Uh, there's been a lot of fallout there in recent times, especially after the weekend of having my visit to see the occupational health specialist. My emotions and moods were uh, up and down. They were fluctuating so, so rapidly. And of course, the thought process and patterns tried to kick in and raise their ugly heads, dealing with like triggers from my past and things like that. However, I was able to kind of dismiss them and just deal with the feelings and the moods and emotions and things like that. And like any practice of anything comes over a period of time and each and every time you're never going to be able to do the same as what you did the time before. You're always going to be learning new skills to deal with the situation that you're in. This is the whole point of life. This is the whole point of practicing and having those coping strategies and the tools in our toolbox to be able to deal with situations when they arise and to deal with them effectively. Okay, so I got home on Friday afternoon after having this appointment and there was a sudden crash in my mood. I felt completely drained. I felt completely low. I felt very, very sad. I felt very, very angry and I felt very, very betrayed for what is going on. Um, and like, I kind of just sat there in that thought process and realized, you know, like, this is not my fault. This is not my doing. This is somebody who is blatantly trying to destroy me. And it is something that is beyond my control and my power. This is my um, payback for being honest with people and being so, so open about things like mental health and gender and all the things that we're really kind of encouraged to talk about in the 21st century and in this day that it's okay to talk about your mental health. Talk about your mental health. You know, I've discovered that there is a world of deep lying stigma still out there that is surrounding mental health and gender identity especially. And this is why I am doing what I am doing. 
I'm being as upfront as what I am doing. So dealing with the emotions, you hit that floor, okay? You hit that low. And there's been times in the past where I've just gone, I want to stay here. I feel comfortable here. And I want to kind of, I don't want to carry on anymore with this. That is an emotion. That's a response that I had very much throughout the early days of my breakdown. I just wanted to crawl under a rock and die. And then you kind of start to pick yourself up slowly. And then you have, as you carry on and deal with these these adversities and these disappointments and things like that within life, you have the ability to get hit straight down to the floor and pick yourself up, shake yourself down and go, oh, well, just carry on with it. And that is what I have been trying to do over the course of the weekend. So... I took myself off out on a bit of a drive the other day and I went for a walk there on Saturday morning around a nice little lake that has a walkway around it. And I was first introduced to this lake when I was under the care of the psychiatric services. We went out on a day trip and I couldn't pronounce the word Glentanasig. It really is a mouthful and it is like um, one of those Irish names. But it is absolutely magical and beautiful. And you sat there on a Saturday morning, the sun beating down on you, the shade of the trees and just the sound of nature around you, looking out at this wonderful lake and this forestry around you. And it also gave me a reminder that just how exposed I am in the way of my my being and everything else like that. Here I was looking at a forest and all these very tall and slender trees all grouped together. And I realized, you know, they really don't have a chance against the ones like me who are stood there exposed to the elements and have to take all the beatings. And I was looking up at these trees and I was there going, well, the ones that really don't get the light are the ones that have the most disadvantage. They're the ones that are being cut off. They're all fighting to draw off the same nutritional values and the same water with their roots deep down and like because they're so tightly packed together they don't have the opportunity to be exposed to the elements like i have i always consider myself as the great oak that is standing at the the side of the the, the ocean that is constantly being battered by the winds and the raging seas and everything else and like each and every time, my roots go deeper into the ground to keep myself anchored. And here I am amongst these trees, which kind of represent society. And you realise that they really haven't got a chance unless they become individual. And like our, our ability to change and those trees' ability to change, are, it's not going to happen. It really isn't unless we replant ourselves and we start to relearn everything else like that. One of the things that was pointed out to me in recent times was this word unlearning. And I've used it before now and I realized that you can't unlearn old habits and behaviors. You can diminish them and you can park them, but you can't unlearn these tactics. And it is literally something I've come to realize as being a complete waste of time. So I've gone up to this woods now and I have gone up there to clear my head, to ground myself in nature and to 
to collect myself, to collect myself after this period of time, I've taken the time out. I've taken the time to sit with myself. I've taken the time to be at one with my thought processes and accept the feelings as they are materializing at this time and moment. This is the way I feel right now, and it is okay too. All my famous saying, I am the way I am in this moment. So this whole thing has been something that I have had to build up over a period of time, and I've had to change my attitude and outlook towards things within life. Um, it's not something that's come overnight, and it's come after taking a lot of hits. Right. You you can't say I'm going to prepare you for resilience. You can only live it. OK, you hit the floor. You get disappointed. You feel like the world is bearing itself down on you. You feel let down by everything. What do you do about it? You can pick yourself up. You shake yourself down and go, I'm going to pretend that never happened. A lot of people do that. However, you can sit there and you can deal with the feelings. You can say, well, this is the way I'm feeling right now. And it really is okay. What I'm actually doing is I'm digging myself deeper into that soil. I'm digging my roots a lot deeper than what you could ever imagine. And uh, this is kind of the whole practice of resilience. So... It is something that only comes with facing those negative feelings and those emotions and that, that, that whole thing of feeling let down. It's the way we respond to these situations. Am I going to lay on the floor and say, well, the world's totally against me? And I've done that. I've done that before now. And it, yeah, the thoughts do cross my mind. Or do you pick yourself up and you go, well, do you know something now? This is going to be okay and things work out the way they're supposed to work out. Now, I have an association with the past right here, realizing where I've come from and just evaluating those situations that I faced myself, myself before in is like, how was the outcome? How did I, uh, how did I learn by this? And was I taken care of? And the bottom line is yes, yes, and yes. I was always taken care of. It's not pleasant to face disappointments and feel let down and everything else like that within life, but it is part of life. And that is one of the things that we have to learn by. We can't go down the road and we can't start developing our deep, strong roots. If everything is going to go our way, we throw our toys out the pram and somebody else comes to pick ourselves up. Like the forest of trees there the other day, one of those trees is going to fall over real soon because they're just not going to survive. And this is what a lot of people in society are doing. The whole thing with COVID and everything else like that is testing people's mental health to the limits. And whilst they're aware of it, they're so afraid to talk about it because like this whole stigma still exists. I'm finding it now with the whole thing, like I said, what I'm going through at work and everything else like that. And like when I went in to see this doctor the other day, he kind of looked at me as if to say, why are you here? You know, you have nothing contributing towards any kind of rationale 
that would would put you in a category of having a psychotic episode. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I haven't done anything like that in nearly 10 years. So there is no rationale behind it. I feel kind of let down and disappointed by this whole situation. However, I made a statement and I'm going to be sticking to that statement going forwards. And again, this is all practicing what you preach. It is not just saying these are empty words that I'm not going to carry through on. This is like, I will never again allow anybody to suffer this kind of victimization that I am going through right here, right now. And like, I'm not going to go too much deeper into that, but I'm going to stand firm and say, no, this is not acceptable. What you have done to me is not acceptable. And of course, they're going to argue the toss. They're going to turn around and say, we did it for the um, the security of the residents. There was no threat at all. And this is the bottom line. You stand firm and you work in a diplomatic way. Where I'm at at the moment is there's a lot of frustration and anger and resentment and all that built up. And what I've had to learn to do is, do I ultimately turn around and say, I'm not allowed to feel this way? Or do I allow myself to feel this way? This is the way I feel right now, and it's okay too. I took a drive out to the beach earlier. That is a separate episode in itself. I drove onto the, the sand, and very quickly my car got bogged down. Thank you very much to all the people who helped push me out of there. And, you know, teamwork and efforts like that come together and help us out. I took a bit of a walk and I come back. All the while, I'm talking to myself in the sense that of conversations that I'm going to be planning out and scheming going forwards to completely clear my name and to make the statements that this is not this is not good enough. This is not acceptable behavior. This is not tolerable anymore. The kind of attitude that I've received is what they call bullying. And quite simply, it is provable bullying. I'm not dismissing those, those thought processes that are going through my head. But what I'm also ultimately doing is not allowing them to control my life. And I say that and emphasize the word not allowing them. Because I have the choice to decide whether these thought processes are going to control my day and dictate to how I am in the here and now. I could go down the line in two or three weeks time and have a conversation with the management about this situation, but I'm not having that conversation right now. Also, ultimately, by saying, well, I'm not allowing these thoughts to come into my head is I'm dismissing myself. I'm dismissing my own feelings the way I am right now. I'm dismissing my ability to allow myself to feel a certain way in a moment in time. Whilst I fully respect and understand that what comes down the line will happen the way it's supposed to happen, I also have to respect my own values within the situation and try and work out a formulation of how I am going to go forwards. And, you know, that is all part and parcel of, of the learning process that 
that allows us this liberation. Resentment is another thing that I really, really cannot afford to do. Now, quite simply, I would term the whole thing of resentment is drinking the poison myself and expecting the other person to die. It is something that I really, really cannot, cannot entertain. Getting revenge on people and things like that and hating people is really something that is going to ultimately beat me up. I heard somebody talking today about an abuser and how they couldn't forgive the abuser. So what they're ultimately doing is they're holding this element of tension within of a situation that they were not in control over and they're not prepared to see that person's side of the story. I had the exact same thing with my mother. My mother was the abuser to me and she died in 2000. I'm going to give a quick guess at 2011. It was. And she took a lot of secrets to the grave with her that could have ultimately liberated me from questions and questions I had about myself. And she decided that she was going to hold that until the day she died. So I'm never going to know certain situations. And growing up for me, there was a level of abuse. I held a resentment towards my mother for a long, long time. And it was one ultimate time at Christmas time. I forgave her. And I'll automatically I started feeling better about me. Things started going right within my life. I started getting opportunities unfolding that I had never dreamed of before. And I could only have dreamed of before, you know, and knowing that this stuff was never going to happen to me and I was never good enough to do this, that and the other. All of a sudden, new avenues were starting to form i was starting to shoot new sprouts i was starting to go into bud and develop and flourish and everything else like that because i had allowed my energy to be consumed with the whole thing of hatred towards somebody else the conversation i heard this morning was if this person walked into the room what would i walk out and i said no and but still deep down, there's this underlying thing that you are holding against you. And where I'm at at the moment, and I can only talk from my own examples on this, is like I hold nothing against the people who have made these statements against me and put me in this precarious situation. I still feel persecuted by this and I am going to uphold that statement. There is a lot of questions to be answered. There are a lot of questions to be asked. And what will happen will happen in due time. Now, I am all up for the learning process. If something amicably can be taken out of this, then fine. Which is why I am not going down the, the route of entertaining any of the thought processes that are going through my head. Because my thinking is my destructive nature. My thinking got me into a lot of trouble in the past and my thinking can get me into a lot of trouble going forwards. I have to trust on what will be. I have to trust on the hand of cards that I've been dealt with and the fact that I can stand tall and say, I am innocent in this. I am not 
in any shape, sense or form. And it is now down to you to prove that this is not something that has been created through my employment with you. And that is the whole thing. Yes, it hurts. Yes, when you get knocked down, you feel let down. You feel like this is your whole lifespan and things like that going forwards. But one of the things I said is I reflect back to times in the past that I have learned about new elements of life. Those new little buds bursting out of my branches and things like that. And I'm making reference to that with a tree. And the, the new growth that happens, you know, I'm given a taste of what I have to come. It is then taken away from me. I go back to old ways and I have to struggle and fight and understand the true value of what I am about to receive. I can't afford to take this for granted. As it currently stands, this, this is around my financial security. And when I get the financial security now back, it will come back in abundance. There will be, I will be really, really happy I sat this out. I could have gone the other way and I could have turned around and said, I've enough of this and I want out and all the rest of it. What's the point in it? What is the point? Night turns into day. Storms come in and rage against us. And they pass. We've had some really fine weather here just lately. And it's lovely to see the clouds. It's lovely to see the rain again. And people, you're talking about it. Now, they're complaining about the wet weather. They're complaining about the cold weather. They're complaining that it's not hot enough. They're complaining it's too hot. I'm just there going, I am the way I am in this moment. And this is absolutely perfect. This is great. This is acceptance of its finery and I would take whatever happens when it happens. I also know that the grass needs watering. I know that we are on, a, on an island and I know that we have a lot of rain, you know, and that is just the way it goes. And it is that level of acceptance that is the ultimate key. So using the whole thing of resilience is something, like I say, is just as it's not something that you can learn and understand. It's something that you have to feel and understand and learn by. It's that ability to pick yourself up when you feel like the world has dropped you down on the floor and to put your head high and say, I may be down on my luck at the moment, but I will return. And it is doing it in a dignified manner that is not going to be demoralizing towards anybody else and doing it in a way that if the person who dropped you come up, you got the ability to shake their hands because you're the better person than, the, than the, not better in any sense than they are, but better person than them in the sense that you're not going to let this get you down. You're showing people that you try and hit me with your best shot. I've been through hell. I've seen what it's like. So give me your best shot and I will show you that I'm better than that and I will come back and I will win. That is the whole thing of building self-esteem and self-confidence is only by f going through the face of adversity and dealing with all these situations. So with that, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you very much for listening. 
Remember, drop by our Facebook page, Wild Atlantic Ways Media. Give the page a like. Give us a rate review and whatever you do, wherever you get your podcast from and share this with your friends. I would love to see my platform growing a lot more and getting the message out to a lot more people. So thank you very much for listening. Stay safe, look after yourself, and as always, have a nice day.